Welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. And I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 5. Yeah, Episode 5. The next to the last. Yeah, the the penultimate. Yeah, yeah. if I knew what that word meant. Second to the next. Second there, to the last. There you go. Maybe the next to, yeah. So, like we do in every episode, for the sake of brevity, and also our listeners, we do dive directly into Spoilerville. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler, 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 you have been warned. Yep. Genius, what did you think? Yay. <laughs> Maybe. Yay. I mean, like, yeah, okay, so it definitely, it's the end of a lot of the story. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the next to the last episode. It's got to be. Yeah, we got to start wrapping up some character arcs. There was some good stuff that I liked in it, but overall, it left me kind of angry and sad. I mean, like. It was a pretty devious episode this by a lot a, of characters. This was, this was a uh, hard pill to swallow, you know? I mean, because, like. You called it, dude. I gotta eat my words, dude. Full Mad Queen, man. I told you she was gonna Full go Mad, mad Queen. queen. I, I she just can't to, handle it, man. I have to call you. And you know what? Even during the previews, and I think that's what I think. <laughs> I think that's what I needed to like finally go on to like she's gone full shit. Is when like <laughs> in the previews, like previously on HBO's Game of Thrones, they show like. She's sitting there, and you hear all these like different terrible things that right, happened yeah. to her. Like <laughs> Melisandre needs braces. Donald plan. You know, you just keep hearing, you keep hearing all this stuff in the background, right? And so, like, and then you just see her, like, just when, and then finally, when Melisandre's head comes off, you just you, and like that's the part where you hear the snap, right? And so, and they explain that like crazy in the previews and i'm like oh man fuck so like i don't know if that was a spoiler for what was to come but there was some fuckery in this episode there dude. Really this was. episode like on, I said, on multiple on multiple occasions by multiple characters yeah yeah some things happened that i did not want to happen and people won in my eyes who i didn't want them to win you know? Yeah, but we can talk about it. Yeah. We, like I mean, we, we talked about off air, on it, so. we're going to go ahead and go in chronological order just with every all the events that happened. because There's a lot of shit. Yeah, because all of the characters really intertwined and interacted in this one. Um, so the the opening, <coughs> we actually get Varys pinning a, a, you know, a raven scroll, mm-hmm. you know, essentially affirming that Jon is, you know, uh, the, the lost Targaryen. Right, sending it out. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Before everything's said and done, he made like a few. Did he get a chance to actually send some out? Or did he, cause, because when everything came in and Grey Worm was coming to arrest him and he saw everybody, he was like, uh, he burned him. Right. But he looked like at the beginning of it, he looked like he was already had like a bunch done. No, I think the one, because the little girl, his little, his little, his, yeah, his, yeah. his little spider, you know, um, because he is the master of whispers. I yeah. mean, we really should have figured that out. I mean, yeah. if it was Danny, come on now. She, she should have sought that out in the, in the beginning. But when the little girl comes to him and says, you know, I think they're on to me kind of deal, I, I think Varys is still pinning the same scroll. I don't know who he was trying to send that to, though. Right. So that that's kind of one of those things that kind of makes me kind of question what Varys was doing. But ultimately, he does end up burning the the little raven scroll he was going to send. Well, who else could he send it to except, like, um, the Citadel? Yeah, very true. I mean, I mean that, that would be like the only place that, that would be able to keep the record and, yeah. and be able to verify. Yeah, and there's nowhere else. I mean, sure, they can do it from Winterfell, but again, it's Sam, an ex-doctor, like and Bran, who like, hey, what's up? Bye. Right? So, like, <laughs> it'd probably become, it probably would be more, um, have more weight coming from, like, 
the second hand of the queen. Mm-hmm. You have the the Daenerys queen as opposed to like, hey, you know. So I don't know. I hope he got a chance to send some out, but at the same time, at this point in the game, what does it fucking matter? Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because we already know that that the secret is getting out. Everybody knows, but not everybody. No, not everybody. I mean, we still have pockets in Winterfell that know, but like you know, Grey Worm. And all of the subordinates don't know. Right. So we we really have to question where their loyalty would lie when they find out. But all the Starks know, and, like, Tyrion knows, and Varys knows, and so probably he's sending out to, I don't know. Probably just dispersing it throughout yeah. the kingdom to all his little spies, mm-hmm. you know. So we get we get interesting pieces with Varys because we get his interaction with John as John's coming ashore, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about how he still wants to subvert Daenerys, you know her her claim to the throne. Yeah. John doesn't want any part of it. He's like, she's still my queen. Yeah, because he's like, I know that you have the rightful place, and I think you're the better candidate. And he and keeps saying, I don't want it. Yeah, but he goes like, like, you should do it. You should do it. And he goes, look, I can't do it. And then finally, like Tyrion sees the whole thing, and he goes to Daenerys, and he goes, look, man, I got something to tell you. He goes, no, I've been betrayed. And then he was like, oh, so you know already, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he goes, it was Jon Snow. Like, uh, well, no, actually, it was Varys. And then she said, because of... Right. Yeah, it was because of Jon. Because she asked Jon not to say anything. He said it to Sansa. Sansa gave it to Tyrion. Tyrion gave it to Varys. It was a goddamn telephone game. It really, really was. But at least the message was still right this time. That's true. That's true. Jon fucks dragons? So... You never know. (laughs) So, like... But she laid it out, and she's... I had to say, she's kind of right. I mean, John was like, hey, look, even though he's like my my queen, she said, don't tell. And he goes, well, I'm not going to tell. And he told but, anyway. But, but it's still John. Yeah, exactly. We know what his character is. You know, he he's Ed Stark. You know, he's Ned Stark's son. Yeah. You know, so it's not going to be one of those things where he's going to be able to hold this secret when it's like impacting the seven kingdoms. But the whole thing. Everybody. Yeah, that's true. But the whole thing about that scene, that one takeaway out of that entire like dialogue was the one I liked. I don't know if I liked it, but she was just just looking at the window, just broken. Well, yeah, you know? because she just lost her best friend. Yeah, she was. I mean, Masande has been with her since you know, yeah, since lo- a little bit after the Dothraki. Not saying that I liked it, like you know, I like seeing her sad. I mean, in retrospect, now it's kind of fucked up, but at the same time, it was a nice looking shot. You know, mm-hmm. just seeing like the weight of the world on her because we normally see here like especially recently flying on dragons and in battle and shit and just sometimes you forget like she's still human mm-hmm. so it's yeah good, yeah so when gray worm comes to a you know quote arrest varus for you know his treasonous act against danny i have a question for you why does he take off his rings i don't know make it they don't burn i don't know well, I mean, they're, they're going to burn anyway. I mean, Dragonfire burns hotter than anything else. But I just I just didn't know why he would take off his, his only earthly possessions. I think because he knew he was going to die. He goes, like, I have no longer no need for these. So, like, they're there. Yeah. I he mean, didn't want somebody else picking them up like, right? out of the ash. Plus, like, you know, if you're going to burn, burn clean. And I think that's kind of like his whole thing. Like, I stood for what I'm going to stand for. Right. So, I know I'm going to die. Yeah, so when Grey Worm comes and takes him down to the, I guess, the shore, the the cliffs overlooking, you know, Dragonstone, mm-hmm. you know, you get the, the setup with Grey Worm, a couple of the Unsullied, you have Tyrion and Varys, and yeah. then you have Jon and Danny standing, you know, it, it, with the, the background behind them. And, you know, Danny kind of sniffs it out and says, you know, you betray, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then Tyrion has a really good, nice beat with Varys. Yeah. Where he, like, grabs him a hold of the arm and, he, you know, he says, goodbye, my friend. You know, mm-hmm. it was me. 
you know, because I think Tyrion and Varys have always had a very, I guess, um, not necessarily a, an adversarial relationship, but they are two of the smarter characters on the show. Mutual respect. Right. And they came together for a common good. Right. Because Varys has always been about the realm. Mm -hmm. I mean, he even said, you know, way back in like episode two or three of the show, you know, no matter what, he serves the realm. He doesn't serve the king or queen. And he moves on when something better comes along. Right. Which we saw in Jon Snow. Yep. So... Um, here's the thing. So when they're about to kill Varys, they have a beat where, you know, uh, Tyrion's like, it's okay, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to do this, but kind of follow the Queen's orders. Jon Snow definitely doesn't want to do it. Grey Worm's like, I'll do it. But Grey Worm's just pissed. Right. But when the dragon comes up and she's like, Jakar's. And, like, I thought he was going to be like, no, you know? The dragon like, was going to say no? No, but just, like, no, mind his head because he stopped. He didn't do it immediately. He had paused for a minute. You think he was just pausing for, like... Dramatic effect. You think so? I, I don't think it was for anything that Varys Not might like, be a lost Targaryen or no, anything no, no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Not like that, but, like, even the dragon being like, you know what, man? This is one of our, like, friends. This is kind of bullshit, but, you know, all right, Ma. Rah! You know? No, I don't think it was that. I think no. it was I think it was for dramatic effect oh. because it was kind of cool that you see Drogon's head kind of come out of the shadow and just all of a sudden it's like he rears back. Yeah. I did think it was it was very telling of Varys' character, though, that he didn't scream. Mm -mm. I mean, everybody that we've even heard, like, the remember the, the witch that uh, that Daenerys burned with called Drago? It was like, ah! Yeah, yeah, she was like, I will not, you know, I will not scream or anything like that. And then she even screams, mm -hmm. you know, but Varys didn't. He yeah. just took his punishment. You yeah. Know? And I think both places, like, point blank. You know? Yeah, very true. Point blank, a dragon fire, I think. Like, it's not like they like, tried to burn his feet. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he, he got flash fried. So, which kind of throws off my end game. Like predictions, right? So, and we we could talk about those in a little bit. Yeah, but so when, I was sad to see Varys go. I, I was he, too, man. He played the game extremely well, but so did Littlefinger, and you found yep. out what happened to him. Yep. Can't so keep all the secrets. The the next beat we get is actually Danny in her chambers, uh, and and she's talking, you know, to Grey Worm about you know the only thing that Masande brought with her across the narrow sea was her shackle, mm -hmm. you know, her slavery shackle. Yeah. And kind of symbolizing the the fact that Grey Worm has kind of gone to the dark side of the Force. Yeah. He just takes it from her and throws it in the fire. Fuck like it. I just want to kill him. Yep. Now. That's all I'm going for is I'm yep. going for bloodlust. Just vengeance. So Man, That was very telling, too. Oh, know? of course. Because, I mean, he's he's been a soldier and he's been a cold, calculating soldier. He's never been emotional. Mm -hmm. So, which brings me to another beat that we'll talk about later on in the episode after yeah. we get to King's Landing. I, I have a theory or I have a, I have a question to pose to you. So... We, we know that everything has come and gone with um, with Grey Worm and Masande's relationship because you know, she has no head anymore. Right. And, and you know that he's pissed. Well, Danny's pissed because of all the things that, is, that have happened on this journey over to King's Landing. Well, John comes to talk to her. And, you know, I th this part right here was, was kind of, it was, I don't even know how to describe it. It was, it was off-putting because Danny still wants to love John. Mm -hmm. And John's just like, no, you're my queen. You know, he he's struggling with his inner conflict of knowing that he is a Targaryen. Right. But he still wants to support her claim to the throne. And he's just like, nah, I can't bang the queen no more. It's mm -hmm. like some kind of weird dynamic there. It was a weird dynamic. I mean, maybe I felt like, I don't know, because I was questioning this too, because I wanted to be like, you know, just love me. And he's like, yes, my queen. Is that all you, is that right. all I am to you? Because I just told you I loved you. And he goes. Yes, my queen, you know? Was that because he's, like, seeing the shit 
that she's doing before. I mean, not before she did it, but you can see she's like, because even then, like, she was like, we're going to get them at dawn and we're going to blaze the shit out of them. Yeah, because right. their war plan is they're going to burn the city to the ground. <coughs> and, you know, Danny Danny plans to burn the city, but Tyrion warns against killing everyone. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're going to kill thousands when all you're after is one person in a, in a chair. And so that's why I'm thinking maybe John was like, uh, no. John's been against it. Right. You know, he, he wants to try to lure Cersei out of the, you know, the, the Red Keep to try to get her out in the open where they, they don't have this massive bloodshed of innocence. And I think that's why he's not like... I love you too, Camille. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he's not after that bloodlust and the throne. Especially knowing, especially knowing having a secret like that, like you're the true heir, and having to like, you, even though you told everybody, you still have to like not tell anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still kind of like so. I don't know, but it was kind of like, where is this going? Because he was just so stoic. Yes, my queen. You know? Right. Yeah. Just without he was blank emotion or love or anything like that. And so, because she was even like, you know, I can either choose through love, have people, everybody love me, like I tried been doing, you know, the breaker of chains and stuff, you know, or fear. So, and then when John's like, I I can't love you back, fear it is, (laughs) you know. And the, the, the next beat that we get is actually Danny talking to Tyrion, and she lets him know that the men have captured Jamie while he tried to escape. You know, and and she even mentions, you know, he was trying to go back to Cersei. Mm-hmm. So this hatches a subplot plan with Tyrion trying to get a hold of Jamie. If you fail me, it will be your last. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yep. So, I mean, that's pretty much one of the things that, I mean, she has given him a couple times. Yeah. You know, and, and I've told you back probably... God, what was it after the after the, the the fleet got burned? You know, it was just, dude, she's straight up turned a mad queen. You yeah, know, she she's ignoring her generals, ignoring their warnings because what Tyrion wants to do is he wants to infiltrate, and when you know whoever whoever they need to kill is killed, like once the Lannister army gives up, more peaceful measures. Yeah, he wants to ring the bell. Yeah, you know, to, because you can even hear it later on in the episode, and we'll get to it. But you hear the people shouting as they're burning to ring the surrender bell. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as they even start to ring it, it still doesn't stop the it still doesn't stop the onslaught. Yeah. Which is one of those things I think Tyrion feared all along, you know, mm-hmm. because I think he's seen this kind of descent into madness that that Daenerys has been on. So we get the uh, the portion where Daenerys tells that Jamie, you know, tried to slip through the lines that he was going to go back to uh, to uh, sorry to Cersei. Yeah. And that they've captured him. And then the next portion that we see is that all the peasants from King's Landing are starting to be huddled inside the gates. Mm-hmm. And it's Cersei's plan. You know, is she really going to burn all the peasants inside the inside the city? Right. She, she ain't going to do shit. She can't right. burn that. She's all like, oh, I'm the breaker of chains. Yeah, okay. I got this human baby shield in front mm-hmm. of me. What you got now? Plus, I'm pregnant. Come at me. Right. You know? Which is super fucking ballsy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's very ballsy. If 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 it wouldn't happen what it wouldn't happened, Cersei would have been like the ultimate evil person. Mm-hmm. You're right? But I eat my words, man. Mad queenage. Mad queenage. But we are going to... We're, 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 no, we're, and, and, and we're going along chronologically, so I mean, it, we're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. So as we see... Uh, Davos greets Tyrion and John as they come ashore. You know, John exits the scene, and you know Tyrion asks Davos for a favor. He goes, "You know, I need to use your smuggling skills." Yeah. So we find out the plan he's, he, that he has hatched is he wants to try to get Jaime to get Cersei out of the city. That way, 
no bloodshed is involved with all the innocents. Mm-hmm. Well, we find out that that doesn't necessarily work out the way that we we had planned because Tyrion goes to Jamie in probably one of the best heartfelt scenes of the of the series. This is an amazing little scene. Yeah, because Tyrion finally says, you know, thank you for not treating me like a monster like everybody else did. Yeah, you're the only person that made my childhood bearable. Right. You know, and, and I'm returning the favor because you helped me out when I was in dire straits. You know, because no matter how rotten the Lannisters do... Uh, even to each other, not mm-hmm. alone, let alone other people. I mean, at the same time, they're still brothers, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, so Tyrion's trying to convince Jamie to, to tell Cersei to surrender. Like, let's just get, just take the boat, get Cersei, get the hell out of here, and start Yeah, he says, sail to life. Pentos. You yeah. Know, start a new life. Get, mm-hmm. get the hell away from everything that, that that's going to happen, because if you stay, everyone is going to die. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck everybody else. He goes, what? I don't care. And he goes, but you just have one innocent person left. He goes, start a new life with Cersei and save all those other innocent people. He goes, but they're going to kill you if this works. Right. That's exactly what he said. You know, Danny, uh, your, your queen will kill you for, mm-hmm. you know, treason. Yeah. And he goes, you know, tens of thousands of innocent lives are one not so innocent dwarf. You know, seems like a fair trade. Yeah. You know, so he still doesn't even think he's a redeemed character. No. Which is kind of weird because, I mean, he's done everything for, you know, the better of other people. And he knows he's going to die because even if, like... Like he said, like Jamie said, even if I, everything works out fine, she knows you're going to let me escape. So mm-hmm. you're dead anyway. And she goes, he goes, well, at least I went out trying, you know. And then they gave each other a really nice embrace. And it was very like, once again, <sighs> cathartic because, you know, that they probably will never see each other again. Again. Yeah, very true. You know. So this was and especially now that this is the last episode, you know, they might never see each other. Again. Yep. So this was a nice good final goodbye like a good like love you brother you yeah. know so. and then we've got you know <laughs> the hound and cub with <laughs> the hound and aria just kind of walking through the streets of you know king's landing just kind of going about their time you right know? and the guy's like hey stop who are you and then he and instead of like we're just humble peasants going through she goes i'm aria stark i'm gonna go kill cersei and then he goes yep i'm the hound i'm with her too yep right and, and the guy like, goes i have to go talk to my captain and the, they just <laughs> Travel on. Like, they're like, all right, cool. Clop, clop, clop. Like, <laughs> you go talk to who you need to. We got right? things to do. I mean, think about it. Like, okay, if Arya Stark's going to go in there, and he can even save all this bloodshed. So mm-hmm. would you rather, like, us not be in there? I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Clomp, 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 clomp. Because <laughs> everybody on that army knows about Arya Stark. Oh, yeah. So, like, okay, cool. She's the hero of Winterfell. Of course. So that was a funny little beat. Especially after, like, and then even before that, Tyrion was like, I need to go see Jamie, the prisoner. Like, no. They said no. Who told you? Was it the queen? No. Well, I'm the hand, so I kind of outrank whoever told you, so <laughs> step the fuck aside. And, and like, the Unsullied kind of have a beat where the two guards look at each other and they're like, well, she, I mean, you yeah, can't really argue. Else, I mean, all right, cool. Let's go get some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Dothraki blend. So <laughs> as, as everything kind of shakes out there, you know, and, and Tyrion thanks Jamie for not treating him like a monster when they were kids, mm-hmm. the next portion that we get is actually Euron and the Iron Fleet in the bay. Mm-hmm. And this is really where the siege really starts. Yeah. So... Again, you know, Game of Thrones does an excellent job of the grand scale kind of battles and war, but this wasn't even a battle. This was an ass kicking from start to finish Holy because shit. as the Iron Fleet is out in the bay, you know, you, you see like Euron looking up at the skies, looking up at the sun. He's thinking, oh, that, cool. That's a seagull. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, Stop shit, that's not, that's not a seagull. <laughs> Didn't like it. 
So the Iron Fleet starts turning the Scorpion crossbows up to the sky, and Drogon just starts doing strafing runs against all the ships. On the side. See, that's what I said last time. If he just gets up and then comes straight down and exactly. then around, boom, yeah. boom, 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 he would have killed them all. He fucked them up. Yeah, the entire fleet. just And, and, and right before they had a chance to they're like, reload the... You know? <laughs> all right, ready, aim. Just from the sides and everything. It was insane. And I was like, all right, good Daenerys. I was like, yeah. Up until the switch, I was like, all right, she's fucking him up. Good job, because she was just taking out the fleet. And I'm like, I hope fucking Euron just eats a fireball right up his ass. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, of course. Of course, you can't let the the swarmy one, you know, go. Right. So. so, meanwhile, everybody's strafing. Then Euron jumps off and like he's he goes ashore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a- as everything kind of breaks out, you know, you get the Golden Company that comes out to protect the walls, and Danny and Drogon are doing like strafing runs across all the Scorpion bows that are sitting up on top of the ramparts. Mm-hmm. Well, next thing you see is you you see that you know. Daenerys' army is on one side with the Unsullied, John, Tyrion, and everybody, the the remaining Dothraki that didn't get killed by the dead. Yeah, the, both all 25. And then <laughs> you've got the 20,000 Golden Company that are on the outside of the walls, and you know, Prissy Boy, the one that <laughs> rolls up on the on the horse. Right, I was like, who the hell is this? I called him General Redshirt, because you know he's about to get it. And, me, and then, like, even before they're like, when, okay, we're going to attack, but wait for my signal. Like, what's your signal? You'll know. <laughs> You'll know. And so then, so she's over there blowing up everybody and everything on the right. ship. And it was kind of tense. They're like just seeing, they had about a good even mountain number. I mean, the Golden Company had them outnumbered and had the turrets on them. But at the same time, they had I, they had more people than I expected. Yeah. And, you know, even Tyrion makes mention to John. He says, you know, if you hear the bells, they've surrendered. Mm-hmm. Call off your men. Right. You know, so Tyrion is still at this point. Even going behind Danny's back and still trying to save everybody. Well, he because, tried because he tried to tell Danny at, at first, you know, they'll they'll surrender. She doesn't want to hear it, right? Because he's like, "Look, look, please, I know you want to burn everybody and kill every army and soldier there, but please, if you hear the bells, please, Call please, the please stop the attack." And she's like, "Fine." I mean, she like, "Ugh," you know, "I won't go on a killing spree," you know. And I was like, "Okay, cool, maybe that we can." Maybe things will work out good because she had everybody on the run. She tore out the she tore up the whole entire Iron Fleet, and that was and took out all dope. the Scorpion, uh, the, the big Scorpion crossbow on the side. Right, took out everybody and the Torrents out there, and then we don't hear nothing, and we're like, "All right, cool, cool." So we think we're gonna get a foot soldier battle. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, we got Jakar's flavored Kool Aid. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Straight through the wall at King's Landing. From the back, fucking Captain Redshirt didn't know it hit him. Just boom, and it was graphic. I mean, oh yeah, like, this whole oh, yeah. this whole episode was graphic as shit. Yeah, you had people getting pelted with like rocks off the <laughs> off the you know the, the ramparts and everything kind of falling. Right, I was like, ooh, that's a lot of carnage. Spires but, killing people. Right, but I didn't know shit until it was coming up later. But I was like, oh, that's a good plan. And then like, all right, let's go. And then they just saunter in. Yep, they just kind of walk in with the Dothraki screamers. You know, they they're riding down the streets, just mm-hmm. killing all the all the Lannister army that they can see. You know, and Tyrion is is on the outside, still kind of on the on the beach. Yeah, you know, on the beachfront, and he's just kind of walking through all of the dead. 
you know, because as as everything kind of shakes out, you know, Drogon was doing strafing runs across the Golden Company, killing all of them, and it kind of looked like ants at a picnic. Like yeah. you would spray them with like a bug spray. Mm-hmm. That's all Drogon was doing was like just burning all everybody on the beach. He had bug spray and a lighter. <laughs> so <laughs> as Tyrion's kind of walking through and he, he's seeing all this this carnage, I mean, he's kind of in disbelief. Because I mean, the people were graphically burning, and still, you know, and the army's long gone, and they're still like ah. I mean, just pyres of people and yeah it was it was violent i liked it yeah and then even kyburn comes to you know to cersei and says you know you know my queen the iron fleet is gone mm-hmm. all the scorpion you know crossbows have been destroyed she's like we still got a shot all we need is one good shot and we got it's her. still like, a little airborne it's still good it's, it's still, still good. good it's still good we just need one good shot and then like uh dr creepy's like yeah, we could, one good shot would work, but we don't have any more crossbows. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could slingshot Kyber at him if you if the if the mountain throws fast enough. Right, have the yeah mountain just javelin toss him because he is kind of like lanky and creepy. Yeah, there we go. No, but he she's just, like, nope, we got this, we got this. We'll we'll wait him out. She's yeah, because she even says, you know, the Lannister army will still protect me. Right, and then even like meanwhile, she, she's taking out all the yeah, the Lannister army will protect me. I like that because she's like the Lannister army will protect me. The next, the very next scene you see is the Lannister army on one side of the street. It looked like the old like very claustrophobic mm-hmm. street, and then uh, Jon Snow. Gray Worm and a mixture of Unsullied and uh, the Northern. The Northern. Yep. And just on the one sort of Mexican standoff style. And I was like, that's a good. I like this because anything can happen. And meanwhile, the strafing runs go on. <laughs> Tore out all the crossbows. So there's nothing left. They Pretty much they've won the day. And <laughs> there's Cersei. The whole time it built up a lot of good tension with like, okay, who's going to cave first? Because even like Daenerys landed the dragon uh-huh. next uh, up to, on the wall next to the wall and like okay who's gonna make the first move because the dothrak um and then finally uh, the, the, the armies are on the both sides and then finally the um the golden army and the lannister army are like don't worry my they'll protect me and they're like fuck this they just start dropping their sword yeah because they can hear the dragon in the background kind of squealing which is the absolute best like move you can make and then everybody's like all right everybody gave up Ring the bells, ring the bells, you know, ring the bells, it's Christmas Day, right? Mm-hmm. Surrender, surrender, and Cersei's like, I'm not going to fucking do this, Let, let's do that. Let, let her burn women and children, she's not going to do that to get to me. Fuck off. And then finally, like, it's a long pause, and then you hear, dong, 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 and it's like, all happiness, like doves are flying yep. in the sky, yep. and rainbows and peace, and everybody's like, the war okay. has been won! Right, exactly, we Wrong. win! Wrong! We win! Yeah, okay, cool, not a lot of bloodshed except for the people at the front door, they got kind of fucked up, but other than that, we're good, you know, cool. We just need to do a little building, a little, little mortar and some brick, we'll be alright. We surrender, Here, here's the keys enjoy let, let me this you know but my wife and kids are in the back let me go get them first and i i thought this was an interesting beat too because as daenerys is on top of drogon and they're on top of the rampart she's hearing all of the like the peasants screaming you know ring the bells ring the bells mm-hmm. and the it, it it just gives me the like the the illusion to um the mad king 
you know, when he, when he keeps hearing, burn them all, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's all she Channel keeps hearing. Plan. Yeah. Is, is, you know, surrender, you know, ring the bells, ring the mm-hmm. bells. And then she just goes crazy. Before that, but, but before she goes crazy, I liked the look of defeat on Cersei's face. Cause she oh, was, yeah, she knew. She was steadfast the whole entire time. That whole tension between, like, you know, will they surrender? Cersei will doing Cersei's surrender, You know? But, and then just like, fine, you win, Daenerys. I give up, you know, just that look of defeat, like, and then she had that tear, but then there was more tears on Daenerys because she knew she was like, I can't hold myself any further. Dracarys, that was fucked up. I was not expecting her to Dracarys the army and then, but no, no, she wasn't even at the army. Yep. She was at where all the women and children right. were. She, 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 was, she was killing the people that were in the in the streets. Her first Jakar's blow was to all the innocent people and just everybody, the army. Here's the thing. And she's just going street by street. You know, she's just going yeah, back and forth. Toward- just street sweeping with the innocent people first. And then all of a sudden the army's like, all right, let's do this. Right. Both the northern men and the uh, unsullied and everybody else just start killing these unarmed soldiers. And then they turn. But before any any of the northmen do, remember, it was Grey Worm that killed the first guy. Oh, yeah. He was the, like, the, fuck this. The, 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 the first person that, that, you know, the I guess the captain of that, yeah. that little regiment of the right. Lannister army. He turns around and he sees, you know, the dragon going back and forth. And he's already dropped his sword. He's like, I'm done. And then all of a sudden Grey Worm just goes, nope picks up his lance and throws it straight through him ah. so i want to get your take on this yeah did you think at some point gray worm was going to turn on john absolutely i did too absolutely i did too and there i thought was john was gonna too. fuck him up at that point too yeah. really oh yeah oh i, I think, think john's so a be- I, think I think john's john a better take, fighter than gray worm john could take gray worm i yeah. think john could take gray worm i think so but no because he's like fuck and then john was like these are unarmed civilians, right? Man. Because John holds the army back. All the Northmen, he's like, no, 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 don't, don't kill but them. They don't even listen to John anymore. They're like fucking bloodlust because they're like, bro, let's get them. Well, if you remember, he holds the Northmen back until like some of the Lannister army start coming through after yeah. they, after they start getting killed. And there's a beat where Grey Worm actually looks back at John while he's holding the army back. I'm like what the and fuck? I, and are I had you a doing? feeling that I was like, just man, don't do it because I was like, dude, if he stabs him in the back, dude, it's gonna be curtains. I thought that was going to happen too, and then it would become like a three-way army. Yeah, like yeah, I did too. Yeah, and I was, and because everybody was, there was even kind of like in a three-way gangs of New York style fights going on, because it would work. And I was like, okay, if this is where that goes, I'm cool with that, because somebody needs to stop Daenerys, you know. But John couldn't hold the Northerners back for long, man, because once everybody started fucking up everybody, and even yep. the Lannisters, like, fuck, we're getting killed. They're killing everybody, the women and the children, because they started doing that. They're like, all right, cool, let's, let's. I was like, okay, I'd hate to say it, but I was Team Cersei on this one. I was like, Daenerys has gone full ape shit. I don't know, man. Cersei's killed a whole lot of people in this, True, in this show. True, but in this battle. Oh, okay, in this battle. In this battle. Because, like, I mean, yeah, Cersei, nobody's hands are clean, but even Jon Snow is like, this is fucked up. Yeah. And I don't know and if enough people, if enough of the northerners even heard or cared to really do anything well i I don't know man and that was the thing i kept looking because you know the only people that that john snow killed were the guys that were attacking him he didn't he didn't go after a bloodlust like gray worm did or even some of the the north the northerners did you know he was just kind of defending himself as he was walking through all of like disbelief of what was happening the only person that he really killed that was a like um one of his guys 
Was the one that was trying to rape that, that yeah, girl. that woman that was in the in the hallway? Yeah, which like yeah, you fucking deserve to I mean, die, you know. I mean, but even that 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 instance was still in defense of himself. Yeah, I mean he he drugged the guy off of the woman, like, right? Not like and, this. And then the, the the guy looks at him for like a split second and a beat, and then he charges at John, so John impales him. So it's just like everything that John did was in defense of himself. He didn't go after some kind of like crazy, you know. You know, a carnage-filled moment. Right. You know, everything that he did was still a very justified and measured, you know, manner. Yeah, and he was just trying to get like, look, stop, 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 stop. The whole episode. He was yeah, like, this is please. not why we're here. He goes, please, just quit, man. We are not sacking the city. You know, but too late. I mean, because everybody, everybody on that army went like full on bloodlust crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insane because Daenerys went full bloodlust crazy. Yep. She was destroying everything and everybody. And even when she wasn't destroying things, the shit that she got destroyed, that destroyed was still just, killing people. Just still killing people. Yep. I mean, just the carnage of this episode on a mass scale. And normally I'd be like this fucking dope because like it's, evil people are getting fucked up and like, you know, uh, not saying good is triumphing over evil or anything like that, but I'm saying you know it's more of a it's a more of a um, catharsis, catharsis, and even mm-hmm. it's a battle. You have one army versus another army, both fucking each other up. Not one army versus an unarmed another unarmed army and an army of women and children and peasants and villagers mm-hmm. and shit. just everybody that's kind of caught in the crossfire. Yeah, it was fucked. Not even caught in the crossfire, just just caught. Yeah. So the after we see like the the army start just kind of roaming the streets killing people, we we get the portion where Jamie actually is going to try to get Cersei out and <laughs> escape um, through through the the portion where um, Davos is is like left the boat for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and where those. well, it's where Davos had, or where they had smuggled. Yeah. Um, when Tyrion first met Jaime to try to broker the peace, you know, for Dragon, uh, for Dragon, or not Dragonstone, for the Dragon Pit, yeah, you know, the meeting there. It's the only, um, it's the Lannister, the, the Isigrid tunnels. Yeah, exactly. So as Jaime comes aboard, you know, we see Euron get washed up, just swarmy as ever, talking, talking shit. shit, talking, talking mad shit, shit, straight up shit from the get. And I was like, man, Jaime, fuck him up. Fuck yeah, him up. And he was like, "So what do you want to do, Kingslayer? You want to try to kill another king? Yeah. Because I effed the queen, and I'm just like, oh, dude. I'm a king every night when I'm up in your sister, and I'm like, oh man, you're gross, right? And he goes, if you can pull, if you can pull some miracle shit off and kill me and kill two kings, then you're balling. But if not, I'm the man. Yeah, and, and I, I, like, I thought I, for a second that Euron had him, man, because he he stabbed him, and he and had Jan- him a few times. Euron had him multiple times, but he was fucking with them, but. I got to give it Jamie when I was like the whole time I was like, man, don't fuck with that sword. Use your fucking hand. You got a metal hand. Boom. Right. <laughs> Bing bong. Boom. He, he like karate chops him in the throat. Yeah. Just boom. But I was, I was waiting for boom, 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 like rocks and shit falling on him the whole time. Cause the whole time rocks and shit were falling on him. Mm-hmm. So like, but yeah, no, Euron got the upper hand and just stuck him like right through the side. Like, not through the left part of the gut and came out through the right, just pierced him, like ran him through. And I was like, oh man, don't go out by Euron. Come on, Jamie. That's some horse shit. So I was mad. But. Oh, I wasn't because I knew that Jamie wasn't going to go out like that. See, I hope not. No, they they couldn't let Euron kill him. That's horse. Yeah, that would but, be horse shit if they did. But, but it was great because, you know, as Jamie's crawling to get his sword, you know, Euron, you know, the, the 
pride cometh before the fall. He's mm-hmm. still talking shit, and Jamie finally runs him through with the sword. Yeah. And Jamie knows how to kill people. It's not like Euron just kind of sticks him and just lets him go. No. Jamie, like, sticks him through the, through the gut with the sword and just starts turning it. Yeah. <laughs> to open the wound. Impales him on some fucking jagged-ass rocks. I mean, like, so... Just runs him through, man. <coughs> so it's like, you know, ultimately, Jamie does kill Euron. But Euron is like, ah, I, 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 killed Jamie, I, got I killed Jamie Lannister I'm in his the dying mood. I'm dead six. I killed the Kingslayer, right? But, like, that part pissed me off because I he went out with a smile. And he's a despicable human being. I didn't want to go out with a smile. I wanted him to be maybe go out with a smile if his smile was somewhere else. Like, on the other side of the beach. And the body or was like the his other smile side. was like right. rubbed off by a rock that crushed his face. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just like washed away on the tide, just his smile, right? But for him to go out <laughs> with a smile, I was like, man, ah, he kind of won. That's the one that was like, he kind of won because he's like, ah, I killed you. Because he did. He, yeah. I mean, no, he didn't. I take that back. Well, he mortally wound. He, mortally wound. Yeah, he, he did mortally wound. So, you know, himself. in the end, fuck that dude. Yeah. And then the next beat that we get is actually the Hound and Arya in the little map room inside uh the the i would say close to the throne room close to cersei and as they're kind of talking you know the, the hound even looks at Arya and says you know you need to go home now yeah because i'm not planning on coming back yeah you know this isn't for you before we get to that i gotta say there was this really cool scene um that we missed that i really liked that when you had jamie trying to get into king's landing mm-hmm. at the same time while Arya and the hound were trying to get into the main part of king's landing and it was very again claustrophobic like you know the chaos that was about to happen the you know wars about to break out and everybody shuffle in and then they finally close the gate just in the nick of time when that lady and that kid kind of like got left out in the cold and then they got like trampled on mm-hmm. in front of the gates and then jamie's over there like um at first, I was like, why the hell are you going to take off your glove? Everybody's going to see that you're Jamie with Lannister. But then I'm like, oh, yeah. Everybody's going to see that you're Jamie fucking Lannister. Yeah, they're going to try to get him inside. And so he's over there like, hey, look at me. It's his golden hand. hand. Gold hander. But um, that one didn't work. Yeah. So, um, no, but it didn't work. Because he's over there and he's like, ah, fuck it. I'll try again with the Isirka tunnels. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I liked that scene. The, the following of him, the, the kind of like, you know. They're so close, but yet they don't know each other's there, and they finally make it in on the nick of time, you mm-hmm. know? Because the hell's like out of the way, you know? Just yeah, like, he's just like shoving people. Did you see the, it's like this long panty shot of that woman and that child, and like, come on, love, we'll make it in someday. We'll we'll survive if we get in the king's land. Out of the way! And like, here comes Kate pounding on Burn Arya. faces and assassins first! Right? <laughs> so they gave me a good chuckle. But yeah, he goes with that now flash forward again from that scene they're in that little library and he goes yep yeah the the big map room where they kind of do all the planning Mm -hmm. and he just looks at Arya and says you know you need to go home now you know this isn't for you because i don't plan on coming back yeah and i thought it was really great of Arya when you know he's starting to walk away toward you know where he thinks cersei is and she calls him by his first name you know sandor you know thank you and i think it's it's one of those things where she finally realizes that Throughout how much, however much, like, she despised him. <coughs> you got to admit, he always looked after the Stark girls. He had her back. Not even, just her. Sansa, too. Yeah. I mean, if, if it wasn't for the Hound, Sansa would be dead. I, very, very true. All of them would be dead. All yeah. of them would be dead. But I didn't think he was out of character. 
I thought it was going to play out where it was like uh, Arya was going to come in and really kill Cersei. But for her to say, for her to say, look, look, if you're going to go out through this, you're not going to come back and you're going to die trying to get revenge. And even if you don't and you come out, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, look at was, me. I spent my whole entire life trying to go after this and I'm about to get him. I know I'm going to die. Yeah, he he makes mention. He goes, you know, I've been after this my entire life. You've been after, what, maybe a couple years? Yeah. You know, this is like this has consumed me. This is who I am. Yeah. You got more shit to fight for. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect Arya to say, like, okay, you're right. I expected you to be like, fuck off hound let's go kill people you know <laughs> so and either way either way i would have been fine with but i'm glad she's like you know what maybe you're right maybe you know i've had my fill of revenge right you yeah know? so let somebody else cross that name off for me and so she went off and like you said when she turned back and said thank you with his name i was like that's very touching mutual respect from a fighter of Arya's caliber and especially what the hound has gone through with her well, if you think about it, man, he's he's been a dismissed character like the entire show. You know, people uh, Joffrey called him dog. You know, everybody refers to him as the Hound. Mm-hmm. Nobody actually refers to him as Sandor Clegane. You know, yeah. no nobody gives him that that I guess dignity of actually calling him a person. You know, everybody's always looked at him as this scarred individual, which he is. Yeah. You know, both emotionally and physically, but he's also a, a character that is just after. You know his just vengeance from his from being a kid. Plus, he like helped bring the dead back from. Uh, yeah, exactly. The wall. North of the walls. So. so yeah, but uh, you know, and, asshole of the heart. Yeah, and the next piece we get, I, I thought this was probably the the funniest part of the the episode. And I know some people are gonna have some issues with it and whatnot because you finally see that the the hound confronts the mountain. Yeah. You know, as as everybody is kind of leaving, you know, you have Kyburn yeah. and and the the mountain and Cersei coming down the stairs. Well, you see that <laughs> the, the, the hound is at the bottom of the stairs, and he's like, "Hello, big brother." Your grace. Right. He still refers to Cersei with a proper title. And I'm just like, now that was kind of funny. No. <laughs> I don't care. Right before that, we missed a big old chunk because like a chunk almost missed them. Cersei's coming down. And so he's going to go up the stairs. Right. We know they're about to clash. Right. But before they get to see each other, I guess they're a flight away. There's some rubble. From like Daenerys Dracarys ship, because she has like a whole little death squad behind him, maybe mm-hmm. about a dozen. Well, people. yeah, it's all it's all the Queen's Guard. Yeah, but Hound got not Hound didn't get lucky because he could have took them all easily. But I like the way like the rubble comes out, the mountain goes over uh, Doctor Creepy and Cersei, right? Yeah, and covers them. them, gets a big old rock right in the ass, Burn. right? Bonk. Half the squad is gone. I thought it was cool because they went out like really cool looking ways. Oh, yeah. They got crushed. Right? It was nice. But the hound is right there, shakes it off like raw, shakes it off like Taylor Swift and helps him up and they go away. And then that's when the grace yeah, part. So it, it was a good little like and, one, and then two the other, punch. And then the other four people that are left of the Queen's Guard after go after the hound and I'm just like, guys, don't you know? Come you're on fine. now. Yeah, you're, you're toast. Sure it's like enough, stick, they, stick. they don't even get a lick on him. Yeah. It's just like, all right, cool. I mm-hmm. mean, do you forget who this guy is? Yeah. So... But this is the great next part. Oh yeah. So so the hound so the hound's like, um, come on, brother, let's fight. You know I've been waiting to do this, right? And the hound's like, uh, the mountain's like, all right, fuck it. Just he just stomps up. Uh, Doctor Creepy's like, no, no. First Cersei was like, please, I need you. Don't leave me. I'm scared. Help. He looks back and has that like 
fuck you, right? Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Creepy's like, I made you, I command you. Just like, he just picks up Dr. Creepy, throws Dr. Creepy across, down the stairs, bangs his head, and just obliterates. Just like, <laughs> it's hard enough where Dr. Creepy's frail old ass just explodes. It was great. And I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting Dr. Creepy to go like that, but I'll definitely allow it. Yeah. I mean, screw Dr. Dr. Creepy. Right. I mean, that's that's all I got to say about that one. But yeah, Sir- his death was vicious. Yeah, it was. It was great. And then Sirius is like, I better go now. And then like Hound's like, get out of here, crazy kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> And even the Hound in the Mountains, uh, their fight was vicious, man. Yeah. Because like, there, there's nothing that, that the Hound is doing that, that is able to take out the mountain. I mean, because he's already dead. Yeah, I mean, like, stick, stick, stick. I mean, stick. he's trying to kill Frank in Mountain and it's not working. I mean, like, he's Nothing he's stabbing. is working. He's stabbing. That ain't working. You know, he's, he's you know, hacking at him. That's not working because of his armor. And it's just ridiculously, uh, ridiculously crazy how many, like, different moves that the Hound is trying here and nothing's working. And at the, at the point of, like, the, the climax of the fight, you know, you've got the, the Hound getting thrown all over the place. Yeah. The mountain picks him up like he's going to crush his skull like he did the Red Viper, and he starts digging his hands into his eyeballs. Oh, man. Then when he drops him, you just see those bruised-ass eyeballs. But he's trying his best. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that got me. Every video game has taught me one thing, that if you're fighting the boss and he's got armor, and slowly but surely your armor's coming off, mm-hmm. the armor's coming off, you've almost got him. Right. You know? But again, also, as every video game has taught me, you're going to get your ass kicked and lose and not play the game anymore. You know? Yep. Because he was just shredding, like, just different little layers. He, and then he was like, just You saw his face first, and I was like, his face looks weird. He looks like a fucked up fester. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, like... Then all of a sudden, his armor starts to get shed off. And, like, so he's like... And, you, you see just, like, the extent of the wounds that the Red Viper gave to him. It was crazy. It was crazy cool looking. But then, like, I knew that the Hound was going to sacrifice himself to kill mountain because there was no other fucking way i mean yeah there was no exactly. other way because like the whole time i was like come on man hasn't anything, anything taught you stab him in the head because he was sticking him in the chest sticking him in the like shoulders stick him everywhere and nothing was working i'm like take out the and, brain and he just starts laughing he's right? just like there's nothing really i can do here he goes, why won't you die already and of course you know he pulls out the dagger and shoves it through his eye and then i thought that was the coup de gras i thought that was the thing that was going to take oh, out the no mouth. we got to have something bigger than that and then he but it does phrase him and then finally he's like hey, yeah fuck. then he then he just terry tate office linebackers him through the wall and mm-hmm. they they plummet to their death in like a gigantic pit of fire ah a fitting end. Yeah. A fitting end for the hound. A fitting end for the mountain. Yeah. I, I thought it was a very good battle. Yep. But it, it was, was a great fight. It was a it was a very good battle because it was video gamey. Yep. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So as we get, you know, Cersei actually finds Jamie in the map room, and you know the walls are starting to collapse all around him. She finds out that he is mortally wounded. You know, she sees the blood and everything, and they're they're reunited for a second. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we've got Arya going back through the streets while everything's collapsing around her. You know, she tries to help the the infant, or not the infant, but the the young girl and her mother. Yeah, and she's unable to because the the Dracara strafing run is just kind of going through and burning through the streets. They get separated, right? They get separated, yeah. and you know the the mom. And actually, it was the Dothraki first that kind of go through the street, and they I, I guess they sliced at her. I'm assuming that she got injured or they got knocked down by one of the horses. Yeah, because everybody was killed. No, they got no. The first time they got separated. Was because the mob, 
the mob they were running right. with the mob and then they got separated then they came back later on and it was the dothraki just killing everybody right and then they got separated later on and then later on Arya is just going through this whole shit she's not killing anybody here's the thing she's just trying to survive yep. because rubble's falling down all over the place rubble rubble <laughs> rubble's falling down all over the place like chaos people are like catching on fire not only that but the fire from the dragons are lighting any some of all the, the dragon uh, fire all the dragon fire caches mm-hmm. from down under winterfell like the chuds are winterfell i mean under king's landing King landing like chuds are exploding so meanwhile you got these green flames flopping up out of the sky out of the ground looking cool as shit against like the jacar's flames but she's trying to get survived then here's the thing <laughs> i felt so bad for aria i felt so bad because she survived some shit she survived not she's only seen some things man right she's seen some terrible things she like survived buildings falling on top of her like hordes of people coming at her and mm-hmm. she's like not hasn't drawn her sword once she doesn't she, need to right she finally comes to this like safe house where she meets up again with the mother and the daughter and she's like look we got to get out yeah, of here. Yeah, you can't stay here. Because it's not safe. We're going to die. You're going to die if you stay here. You have to keep moving. Right? So they so they get out. What's the first thing they fucking do? They die. <laughs> it's like it's like when those it's like those fail videos where like we nurse this baby bird back to health and then they throw it out and it just runs into like an airplane or something. So like it's just cuz they fall to the dock rocky and the next thing you know, Jacaris just down the alley, Arya barely makes it out alive. But this poor little girl, her mom, come with me if you want to live. Oops, sorry. You know, I was like, come on, Arya. I felt so bad. They kind of would have, they maybe would have stayed alive a little bit longer if they were in. You're acting like you feel so bad about it, Mr. Giggles. I know, but I I felt bad. I'm laughing because it made me feel bad. I felt so bad that they got burned alive. Oh my God. Such a tragedy. The family died. Oh, dude. No. (laughs) Now I feel bad for laughing and listeners, so should you. But, (laughs) but, um, no. I don't know. I just kind of like, you know? Yeah, so, so while uh, while Arya is trying to get these people to, <laughs> to safety and she ultimately does not, you know, she gets knocked down in an alley and and she's, you know, kind of groggy coming to and everything with with her story. We see that Cersei and Jamie make it down to the tunnels underneath the throne room, you know, where, where all the dragon's head were. And, you know, they're, they're trying to make their escape. You know, they're trying to get out of this place, you know, because they're, they're trying to follow Tyrion's lead. You know, I'm going to smuggle you out of here, get, get, you know, get what you can, mm-hmm. you know, and get while the getting's good or kind of decent. And, you know, the, the escape routes are all closed in. So, you know, as, as everything is kind of coming to a head, you know, Cersei just keeps repeating, you know, I want our baby to live. I want my baby to live. I want my baby to live, mm-hmm. you know, and, as as Jamie just kind of understands, you know, he's he's gonna die. We're all gonna die. Yeah, you see the the actual ceiling start to collapse, you know, one by one, and they just kind of give this long embrace. And then he says, like, you know, it's always been just me and you. Yep, it's me and you, and like that's the thing they've always said, you know, no matter what. Because I think it was like she was like, no matter even if the world's crawling and crumbling down around mm-hmm. us, it's gonna be me and you. And sure enough, again, the prophecy has been fulfilled. And then we lose. Jamie Lannister and Cersei. And, and I thought it was kind of fitting, though, because the little brother did kill. Did kill Cersei. I mean, Tyrion did set them up to put him down in the tunnels. Well, you know, well, so, I mean, inadvertently, he kind of did kill her. Well, that's true. So, yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's why I'm angry. 
I felt bad for Cersei, but I didn't. Here's I wanted Cersei to get more of a comeuppance, but at the same time, in this episode, you know, when she was like, I want to live, I want to live, for someone that I've kind of like, she's been the Hated villain. for about six seasons. Right. She was like, you know, I felt so bad for her. I didn't want, one, I didn't want her to go out this way for two reasons. One, I wanted her to go out more of a badass way. Like. I've got a conjecture on that. Just her and like, come on, fight, let's finally fight, you know, or whatever. Not like Thunderdome style, but like something a little bit more like poetic. But at the same time, this was. It was a good way for her to die. And again, I don't know. I don't know if it's because like I didn't want her out of a good death, like my whole Euron argument. But I don't know. I kind of it left me like, oh, man, you know, a very unfulfilled way to send off Cersei. Yeah, I think the the most, I guess, gratifying way for me to see Cersei die would be to have her move all of the wildfire caches, uh, you know, under under the, the actual throne. And, you know, we, we get the premonition that, that Daenerys had with... If the Ayatollah could not have it, then nobody can. No, you, you, get the, you get the premonition that Daenerys had with the roof being torn off of the throne room, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you see Drogon and Daenerys come inside, and kind of like an ultimate fuck you that Cersei finally has up her sleeve. As Drogon sets her on fire, he sets off the dragon fi- or the wildfire cast. Taking out the last and takes, dragon. Takes out everybody. Yeah, see, that's the that's the kind of death I thought Cersei should have. I know, that's out with. that's the diabolical death I think Cersei should have had. The, that's the death Cersei needed. <laughs> you know, we got the Cersei death I don't know if we deserved because that we got, had to have. We yeah, didn't we get the one we didn't, we didn't want. We didn't deserve it. We didn't get the one we wanted. I wanted to see Cersei go out like a G. Yep. You know, because Cersei is a G. Cersei's a I mean, bad... how many how many people has she killed? How many plots has she hatched? How many deceptions has right? she like watched to fruition? She should have had one last. And ace she gets up her killed sleep. with six tons of rock. Right, that's the thing. She got caved in. I mean, yeah, it was nice that she was with her brother, lover, and you know everything worked out. They're all family again. The last of the Lannisters, except for Tyrion, and just you know, it's always been me and you, and it was sweet and poetic, like in that aspect. But it wasn't poetic enough, like you know. Where, yeah, Cersei went out the way Cersei should have went out. Exactly. Yeah. So, beef, 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 beef. Yep. So, do we have anything else that we need to talk about besides Arya's little escape? Because, I mean, we, we just kind of see her, see the horse, just kind of amidst all of this rubble. That was weird as shit. And she just kind of rides off into, yeah. the, into the dust. I mean, it wasn't weird as in, like, weird, but that horse was awful, like, cool, calm, and clean. Yeah, for, for everything kind of going right? haywire. And I know it was a symbol of hope or like, hey, escape or like, hey, you've beat the level. Here's the horse to the next area. You know? Right? But like, it left me like, okay, I'm not confused, but I was like, mm, it's very beautiful. But I think this one, this ending with the horse. Get a horse. <laughs> <laughs> It was nice. It was nice. It was weird. It was just like out of nowhere, like hope or escape. But I didn't know where it was going. It's like one of those inspirational paintings you see on a doctor's office wall. Like no matter how, no matter how much rubble and fire and burnt up women and children, you still get a horse, right? You still get a horse. You still get a horse, and it's all pretty. I I was half expecting it with the sun behind it and all being all white and clean. Where you turn around and have a unicorn. Come on, Arya. Or or the Pegasus. Right? There's work to be done. You know, and then just like it flies away. But it was, I was like, okay. 
There was a lot of fucking violence and carnage in this episode. Yeah, there really though. was. It was. It I was, mean, for being technically a not a battle, <laughs> a, a battle episode, it, there it, was a lot of bad shit happened. I, you know what? I have a lot of beast with some of the character act aspects of it, but at the same time, for the action purposes, I fucking loved it. It reminded me of one of those old like um, Samuel Bronkowitz presents Emergency or like the Towering Inferno. You know those old Catholic disaster- high school girls in trouble. <laughs> No, but no, not that one. No, not show me your nuts. Chikaras. <laughs> no. You know those old 70s disaster films where rocks were falling all over the place and people are like, like, it was a great disaster film, but putting the characters in a disaster film, it was kind of weird because they didn't go out characteristically. Right. You know, yeah. some did. Some did. The yeah, like the hound. Out, yeah, the hound, the hound, went, out the hound went out in a fight. Yeah. Um, the mountain went out in a fight. Right. Um, Euron Greyjoy, he went out in a fight, and I didn't want him to have that smile on his face, and that made me salty. I still want to know where Bronn's at. He's in probably in Winterfell chilling. Why would he go to King's Landing and go in the middle of a fight? He's too smarter than that. Because he's got buckets of gold that Cersei's given him to kill Tyrion and Jaime. It doesn't matter. You, you go collect after the winter. Yeah. You know? So... I don't know, man. There's just a couple things that, that, that are kind of weird. So, with that being said, do we have anything else that we need to touch on? I don't know. I mean, I know I know that we kind of skipped around and we, we kind of glossed over some things, but I think we hit the high points. Yeah. It's just, you know, I don't know. I, I liked it, but it was it was just kind of like, I don't, we don't have anything else to really talk about on this episode. Okay. Except so, the fact, like, you know, I, I like the way people went out. Okay. I, and it was super violent. I honestly, here's the thing. Here's the one thing I wanted before we close. I was not expecting it to be as graphic as it was when it came to women and children. Now, I know we're talking about Game of Thrones and we've seen some right. graphic shit. But when this was like, when I was saying this was like one of those um, 70s uh, disaster films mm-hmm. times a million. This was like, I was like, wow, my jaw was a gap on a lot of these things with just the sheer like horror of what was happening. Um and like feeling of apathy for these like poor innocent women and children who are just getting burnt alive, and the fact that someone who I've been rooting for the entire time to turn their ass and become the Mad Queen right before my very eyes, and I haven't seen it up until now. I mean, I've been fighting the knowing that it was going to happen, but like my heart of hearts, hoping like it wouldn't have. She fucking Daenerys kind of broke my heart. The fact that she went that full on crazy. She could have blew up more people, but she destroyed everybody okay so on a scale of one to ten ten be the highest what's your score because you just gave us a synopsis i'm gonna give it an eight it was great it was a great great battle scene i want to go lower because it 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 hurt a lot of those things and i hurt my heart but like it just it, it, it left me angry and saddened especially with the way it ended one it was confusing but not but not because I knew where it was going. I just thought that that at that example was a little bit of more uh, style over substance, but it didn't let Cersei go out the way I wanted her to go out. But at the same time, I guess we don't always get what we want, but at the same time, it just made me like, again, angry and sad. So, but it was fucking cool. The carnage was dope. And that's why eight. Okay. And I'm actually going to go seven. I'm going to go a little bit lower. And I think a little bit of it, it kind of echoes your sentiment. I think, Taking Cersei out the way they took Cersei out was unbefitting her character. Yeah. She should have had something way more devious. Yeah. Because, yeah. okay, the, the only other thing I've got with, with her character arc is the crying moment. Sir, I, 
everything that we've seen from Cersei, even though that she knows that, you know, this is coming to an end or her reign is coming, you know, she's she's with this you know unborn child and this unborn child is going to die as well. I don't think she's a crier at that moment. I I think she still has she still had a card up her sleeve that the writers didn't give her to use. Because I think she could have been like, you know, the the whole throne room Jakaris bomb thing. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been more fitting for her character. Yeah. You know, Jamie. Jamie to go out the way he went out with Euron. I mean, it just not necessarily the the fact that he was one up by Euron because I mean he is just a one handed fighter and he's using his off hand now. But I just I wanted something more from him, you know, because yeah. we still get we get absolutely zero like tie up with him and Brienne. You know, granted, you know, he did the the last episode. He was just like, you know, I'm I am I'm still like her, you know, Fuck and boy broke, Lannister. yeah, and, and broke uh, broke Bran's heart, right? But we didn't get some kind of tie in there, so yeah. But with that being said, you're gonna go eight. I'm uh, gonna go seven. Yeah, but yeah, and then we will be back again next Monday for the final episode of mm. HBO's Game of Thrones, which I'm hoping ties up a lot of stuff because now we have a Mad Queen, we have a just rightful king. So, I am ready. I, I, you know what? Okay. Can we go into Conjectureville? Sure. Okay. I think now John's going to be like, fuck this. This is crazy. You've gone full of nuts. He's going to go off because we still have um, Sansa and everybody else. He's going to call in the favor from the Winterfell. And we're going to have one last final good battle. But I think at the end of the day, I think Sansa is going to be on the Iron Throne with Tyrion. It would unite the North and the South. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just I think Varys's words are going to kind of uh, kind of ring in John's ears. You know, he said that we we need a just ruler, and Daenerys isn't that. You know, at this point, I think it's finally going to come to a head because I think everything that John saw in this episode just kind of made him realize. You know, look, this girl went crazy. Yeah. You know, she she murdered all these people when she was trying to be this this ultimate savior of everybody. Yeah. So. But, you know, time will tell. We've got seven days to find out. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, on behalf of my co-host, Genius Me, I'm Dustin P. I'm going to go find me a broom.